My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining this week. Today, we're going to talk a bit about business, the magic of business. And this whole month actually is going to be a business series. I'm going to invite on some really inspiring, incredible people to share with you their magic with business and um, play with some curious questions and different ways of looking at business that maybe you've never thought of, perhaps will contribute to you. So, so the first like thing to really look at in this scenario is what is business? So some of you might be wondering, of course, I know what a business, what is she talking about? Well, we, you know, you can start a business, you can get a business license, you can sell products or services. Um, there's a lot of different things things that business can look like. And then there's also the business of your life. There is how do you run your life? Do you run your life like a business? Has anyone ever sparked the possibility with you to run your life as a business? I always wished that I had, I look back, you know, and I look back at my life and what I know now. And this is one of the key things that I would love for it to be in schools and perhaps depending on the type of school you went to, maybe it was for you, but it was not for me. Really looking at your life, like running your life as a business. And I always wondered, how come I don't life well? Like all these other people seem to life well and I do not life well. Uh, Because there was always a sense of havoc and there was... There was organization in some ways where I would do order to try and like bite the havoc. But the more I explore the possibility of the creative chaos of living that my business as a life could be, my capacity to actualize, uh, you could say stay on top of things, check things off your to-do list, but also just generating this really enjoyable, really um, adventurous life. A lot of that has come from me starting to look at my life as a business. And what else could be a business for you? Now, maybe you, you're an employee at someone, someone else's business, but would you acknowledge that in a way that is your business as well? It's your business. You know, like none of your business. <laughs> well, it's your business. What goes on for you as an employee? Uh, what your tasks are, handling them, 
working with, you know, different coworkers. So what if business could mean whatever, whatever it means to you? What if business isn't actually this one singular thing? It can kind of encompass a lot more. I, I have always kind of found business fascinating. And uh, funny enough, when, you know, you, you're about to graduate and people are like, well, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? I didn't have a clear sense of this is what I'm going to do. A lot of people did. But one thing I knew is I would say I would like to like own or, and run my own business. And they're like, what business? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I had this sense of, for me, having uh, a sense of all these things moving, all these moving pieces and being able to engage with them, organize them, like flow with them communicate with them was really exciting to me. I love the creativity and the freedom that having a business appeared to have for me. Now, some people will say the opposite, you know, entrepreneur, own your own business, you own your own business. You're the one that is up all night. You're the one that works on the weekends. You're the one that comes like, there's a lot of points of view about business. So what if we even like deconstructed some of those points of view right now? And maybe you've even owned a business before and bought into all those points of view and then created them as true. So you have all these past reference points of like, well, I owned a business or my parents owned a business or this person I knew owned a business and this is what it created for them. But what if it's actually different every time? What if there's different possibilities every time? And what if businesses have a consciousness of their own and we could communicate with them and really explore different possibilities? So what is business for you? And see what comes up when you ask that. What does it mean to you? What does business mean to you? What has it meant to you? What have you seen with businesses? And so as all this stuff comes up, as we like to do in this podcast, we can now destroy and create it all. We can let it rise up and not try and convince yourself that it's wrong or that it's right or that it's incorrect or that this is the way it is. But if you start to clear out all of those reference points, those points of view, those fixed points of view, you Enter this space of total awareness and being interesting point of view. Oh, interesting point of view. They work so hard in their business. Is that my reality? No. No, one of the joys of owning my own business is that I can work from anywhere and I can have it work in a way that works for me and my business can work for me rather than me working for my business. Oh, wow. Cool. Or are you afraid to enter business because of all the things that you've heard? Here's the thing. Your point of view creates your reality. Your reality does not create your point of view. So if you have a point of view that if you get into a business, it's like most businesses don't make any money in the first five years, it's going to be a lot of hard work, da, 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 da. You will create that in some way because that's how powerful you are. But if you're willing to have no point of view, oh, I wonder what this could be like. 
And you go to question and you start to explore it from question. That's where the magic is. <laughs> so whether it's your, the life, your business, your, sorry, your life as a business, or you own a business or your employment, what are the miraculous possibilities, the magical possibilities for you with business? Maybe you have a um, kind of steady income and you want to you wanna play with something um, over here. You want to take a hobby and you want to create it as a revenue stream. You want to create it as a business. What if it was easier than you ever imagined possible? And what if you could use questions to explore your consciousness, to explore your awareness. Now, awareness isn't what you've been taught, right? Awareness is not everything that you've been taught this lifetime about business. I went to university. I took business courses. Okay. I've learned more from other things <laughs> from actually running my own businesses than I did in, um, business school. What do you know about business that you've been pretending you don't know about business, but if you allowed yourself to know, it would create that generative, joyful, creative universe of business that you know is possible. And yes, that does include your life as a business. So if you looked at what are all the different aspects of your life, just like you were looking at a business. So with a business, you have like, here's the accounting, here's the, um, the licensing, all of that stuff. Here's, it, it, you know, if it's a product, there's the, the physical product or the digital product. If it's a service, if there's a building, there's a structure, there's something to take care of, right? There's all these pieces. So if you looked at your life as a business. So you have a home, that's your structure, right? That's your storefront. <laughs> is it, what does it require? Is it, um, you know, uh, working for the customers, which would be the people that live there? Is it working? Is it creating the greatest outcome, the greatest scenario for everyone? Does something need to change? Um, you know, like paying the bills, all the accounting stuff is a part of your life, right? And so you can start to look at these aspects as kind of like um, departments of your business, and you can actually be with them and singularly, and then as a whole. So if you be with them individually, and you're like, okay, so is this working here? Something's not working here. What is that? And you could just kind of look at, oh, you know what? My kid really needs uh, a little bit more attention or an extra half an hour in the morning to get to school with ease. You can look at all these things that, because if you're running a household, you are, you're running a business. Would you be willing to acknowledge that? Even if you don't have kids, right? Maybe you've got the dog that you're, you're handling the dog stuff and you've got the partner stuff. Um, even if you live alone, you've got the plants, you've got, you're, you're taking care of the garbage, you're taking care of house maintenance and stuff. So there's all these aspects. And rather than feeling overwhelmed and bogged down, you can start to approach it from this sense of if this was my business, what works here? Like first, let's just acknowledge what works. So in your life, your home, but also in your actual business. So what works here? 
and just even make a list so that you could really, truly acknowledge like this works and this really works. And I really love how this is. And this is amazing. And then you're going to, so once you've done that and had a parting celebrate, I hope you can ask, is there, is there anything? And there might not be, is there anything here that's not working or not working as well as it could? And then you might get a sense of something. Okay. Do you need to add someone or something? Sometimes it's, you're adding an energy. Sometimes you're actually adding a person. Yeah. It could be like, you know what? I really require a house cleaner or I really require, you know, someone to, to take the kids for a couple hours once a week. I really require more massages. <laughs> I really require whatever these things are. Okay. So then what can you add? So would you be willing to add it? And, and you might go, Oh, it's beyond my means right now, or I don't know how I'm going to do that. You don't need to figure out the, how the first step always is getting clear on it. And then the second step is asking for it. And then third step is receiving it and being open, open, open to receiving it. The universe is going to figure out the how for you. That's their, the universe's job as an employee in your business and your life is to sort out the how for you. Don't micromanage. No one likes a micromanager. <laughs> you don't need to micromanage the universe's job. It's got it. It's so good at it. Really so good. And the more out of control you're willing to be with how it shows up, what I've discovered is the more miraculous it shows up. Okay. So now you've looked at what do I need to add? And you can also ask, is there anything that needs to go? Oh, you know what? I have all this junk in the basement that I haven't cleared out or the attic or the closets or whatever that is. Um, this really needs to go for, to have that harmony in my life. <sighs> Maybe you have an employee that it's just not been working with and you've been avoiding dealing with it, you know? Does something need to go? Is the business not working? Is it not working for you anymore? Maybe it worked for you at a time and you've moved into something different. So get vulnerable, if you will. And the more vulnerable you can be in your curiosity and exploration of your universe with this, then you're going to get clear awareness. But when you're not being vulnerable, you're lying to yourself, you're doing pretending and all sorts of weird things that we do, then you, it's going to be more difficult to be clear, right? Because you're lying. So get vulnerable. It's just with you. Get vulnerable. So what is true? Is there anything you require to add? Anything you require to lose? Anything you require to change? And sometimes adding is an energy like, it could be fun. Maybe you need to add more fun. Maybe you need to add more chaos. <laughs> uh, a lot of us have bought into, if you have the more structure and the more order, then you will have more ease. I've actually discovered for me and the way that I work, is that it is the opposite of that. The more structure and the more order, and I want to even say focus I have, things do not work well. Like they'll kind of work for maybe a week or two. 
And then it's like, like falling off the train and everything is like worse than it was before. <laughs> and then I just don't even want to do it. Do you hear yourself in this at all a little bit? Maybe. Chaos is actually a creative and generative energy. It is, yes, chaos can burn limitation out of existence. It's miraculous at that, but it's very creative energy. So when you instill chaos into your business or into your life, it doesn't mean havoc and death and all these things that we've bought into. Havoc and chaos are very different energies. Just get a sense of them right now. Havoc, chaos. Havoc, chaos. What do you know about havoc and what do you know about chaos? Would it surprise you to know that havoc actually has a dynamic sense of order in it? Mm -hmm. So how do you ride the wave of chaos though? Because sometimes we feel like we're swallowed by chaos, but that doesn't mean... Being out of control and instilling chaos doesn't mean that you check out of your life and then you just, you know, wake up somewhere and your car's, you know, you're in Arizona. I don't know why I thought of Arizona, but you're in Arizona and you're like, how did I get here? You actually can be really present in the chaos and enjoy the chaos. And presence also doesn't mean control, by the way. <laughs> Being present doesn't mean control. It means that you're present, you're here, you're embodied, you're observing, you're aware, you're open. And I dare I say you're curious. So how much chaos would you have to instill in your business and in, in your life as a business? that would actualize you having way more fun than you thought was ever possible. And anything that's allowed that, will you destroy it and create it, please? I'm going to use the access conscious clearing statement, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shirts, boys, pub ads, and beyonds. If you've been on the show before, you probably heard that. If you're new, please check out theclearingstatement.com for more information on that. But just for today, just for now, it's just our magical wand clears out energies, it unsticks you, and opens the door to more possibility. So business, hello to you and all your businesses. And you might, how many businesses would you actually like to have? That's part of the creative chaos. So um, have you ever had like so much stuff going on in your life that you forgot to be like, tired or depressed or serious. You're just like this and this and this and this and this and this kind of like a kid at Christmas time when they're just like, Rah! Um, it's like cookies and, and singing and presents. And, and it's just like this joyful chaos, right? Uh, people visiting and family. And it's just like, go, go, go. But not from like adrenaline, I'm exhausted, I'm going, going, going. But from like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And there's so many things to look forward to. So that's, that's that generative chaos you can add. And for most people like you and I, 
that we call affectionately humanoids thrive on chaos, not on structure and order. It's actually, what can I add to my life? So when you have one or two things and that's it, what can happen, not always, but what can happen is that you start to kind of focus a lot of energy on those things. And then it, yeah, you could probably sense like how the energy just went. And then it, it's like, almost like, um, adding all this linearity mm-hmm. and everything just kind of slows down. Actually. It's like when you, when you're watching, you know, the, the, it's like a cliche watching the water boil. It takes so long, but if you put the water on, then you're doing a few dishes and then you're cutting up a few things and you're doing this over here then you're like, Oh my God, the water's already boiling. And then you put the stuff in the thing. Yeah. So that's your life. So when you have one or two things going on, you're like kind of there with massive amounts of energy, massive amounts of awareness, not using any of it. So you start to apply it all to these one or two things, (laughs) which slows them down, not speeds them up. And do you sense the, the less and less space of joy? So how many things do you have to have going on at the same time? I once had someone ask me that question. So truth, how many things do you have to have going on all at once so that you're not bored and creating crap in your life? And I was like, listen, I'm a single mom. I own a business. My kids are little, really young. I have so many things going on. I have more things going on than anyone I know. I do not need more things going on. And then she asked me the question again, well, just tap into the energy. So truth, how many things would you have to have going on? And I got 25. I was like, what? No, 25 things. That seems impossible. At the time, I think I had five, five main things going on. So then I was like, all right, I'll take that challenge. Let's see. So I made a list of all the things, not things that I was planning on in the future, but things that I actually had going on. And then I started to add to my list. I remember when I started to get around the 10 mark, I had this sense of almost overwhelm. Like, this is too much. Oh my goodness, this is too much. And, but I knew like from a knowing, not from my brain, not from my mind, like I knew from this awareness that if I kept going, that this was going to change something. So I just kept going. So I kept going, what else can I add? What else can I add? And then when I actually got to that, tw- well, actually, I think when I hit 26, cause I kept going that 26 item, sixth item pop, broke going to open this new space for me. And suddenly all the overwhelm dissolved and I was having so much fun. I didn't require as much sleep. I didn't require as much food. I was enjoying my life in a way that I had probably never enjoyed before because I kept like before it was about trying to slow things down or trying to control things more. And I kept, I had this lie that if I just could really order everything, then I'm finally going to achieve 
this lifing, <laughs> this lifing that I think that I want, that I'm told I should have already, that I don't seem to have. And what is wrong with me? <laughs> Why can't I do this? What was so interesting is when I hit a 26th item, I was achieving beyond, beyond what I was trying to achieve with all of the order. And I was having so much more fun with it. And it was so easy, so easy. So do you have enough things going on in your business? Do you have enough things going on in your, your life that is your business? If you get no, just ask, what could I add that would be really generative and creative? And we're not adding just any old thing. It's not like just, okay, pile on the crap or how about I take on some more stuff of my mom's or some more stuff of my husband's. Like, it's not like, okay, just pile on the things. It's really looking at those things that enliven you, those things that light up your world, that create that joy and that generative energy and adding more of those and adding more of those. And you might not even know what they are yet, but you just ask for them. And then as if by magic, the universe will deliver these kind of unexpected possibilities. And then you get to say yes or no. You just go, oh, yeah. That actually matches everything I was asking for. You go, no, thanks. So now I want to clarify something quickly is that organization and order are not the same things. Huh? Have you ever had something like your desk and everyone would say it's so messy, but you like knew where everything was because it was completely organized for you, but to someone else, they couldn't see the order. So it was disorganized, but for you, you could be with the chaos of it, which created an organization for you. Yes. And that doesn't mean, and then some of you might like, I like to color code my wardrobe. Other people would do it like seasonal or like, you know, dresses over here, pants over here, shirts over here. I just like mine all by color. (laughs) That's like the organization that works for someone else. They might see that as, uh, disorganization. But what if what is organization for you might not make sense to anyone else's brain, but that doesn't mean that it's not organization for you. So what works for you as organization that you've never allowed yourself to fully embrace and have because someone else couldn't understand it? Guess what? We're all different. And when we embrace those differences, then things will start to work easier for you, so much easier for you. The more you try and make yourself like everyone else, like me, like trying to create the order, the more difficulty you're essentially creating because you're negating, you're kicking out the magic of you, which is the difference of you. So what would you be willing to actually like truly and totally embrace that difference of you? <sighs> yeah. And get curious about yourself, not from defining, but just even asking that question. So what, what is organization for me in this area? And it could be different in, in different areas. So what does it look like with finances? 
Okay. I tried someone else's system and it's okay to try out different systems. I tried someone's system and um, they actually like wrote everything in a ledger and I thought it was really cute. I thought the ledger was so cute. I was so excited to write this down. And at first I really liked it, but then I am like a little bit OCD. So I didn't like that. I like, once it was written down, you can't really erase it. You can, but it doesn't look very good. And then if I want to add a new item and it was like constantly, like all I was doing too was trying to make it look pretty. <laughs> I was frustrated that it couldn't look as pretty as I wanted it to look. And it just, so then I just rejected I was like, no, I can't even do the whole thing. Okay, cool. That didn't work. Using spread spreadsheets online really works for me. I get to pick pretty font and then I put like a color code at the top and then I can kind of change things and organize them in a way that really, really works for me. But what really works for you? Even keeping receipts, like how is that fun for you? How does How can that work for you? Really look at these things and part of where you could see where there's an area in your life, like maybe for your business, you're like, oh, but social media, I hate it. Right. Okay. Use that clearing statement that I use to clear out any resistance. So if you have a resistance to some aspect in your business, I'm going to give you a clue. You might have a talent or capacity in that area, in the area that you're resisting. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's true. Uh, and it's okay if you want to keep resisting it, but if you let yourself embrace the capacity, your business might exponentialize. You might have a lot more ease <laughs> and maybe not. You'll have to discover that for yourself. Um, so it could be resistance. It could be an awareness. Oh, are you aware that there's something greater? Is there something greater coming? Is it here now? Is it, how can I, uh, how can I create with this? Is this my way of uh, making it so I have to hire someone? What if you just hired someone instead of just like suffering about it for a little while? You could just go, oh, you know what? I'd love to hire someone to do my social media. I wonder who that could be. Yeah. So what do you know about business that you, that might be so different? And that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring on all these guests this month, because there's such a difference of what people know about business, reg regardless of their background, but also including their background, what jobs they've worked, what experiences they've had, what information they have, what mentors they've had, and then also just what they innately know, what they've explored. So what do you know about business that maybe no one's ever asked you, so you've never actually been able to acknowledge it for yourself? Well, I'm asking you right now. What do you know? And if you want to type it in the uh, post it with wherever you found this podcast, I would love, I go and I read all the comments all the time. Um, I would love to know what you know about business and what are you curious about with business? Like, what are you, if you were to create something really truly beyond this reality and, and I love this, this is like the, the era of the entrepreneur, like, the beauty over the last few years is that so many people have, have either been forced to or found themselves in a place where they were like, you know what, I'm just going to start my own business. And so these rising entrepreneurs have come forward and they are looking at very different ways for accumulating wealth, for different ways to run their businesses, different ways, different software pieces, different employee ideas. Like there's this 
huge collective of brilliance rising. And I, I love discovering how other people are playing with business because often it sparks more of either more of what I know, or it inspires me to explore a new possibility that maybe I had never known before. And that's the gift of stepping into your difference is that you will be the inspiration for others if you're willing. But when you deny the difference that you are, you also aren't, then you're not inspiring others with that difference to create something greater. Because some people, you have to be the first one to do it and then others can have it. But if you're waiting for someone else, if you're waiting for perfection, if you're waiting for to get all ordered, (laughs) then, wow, then what, (sighs) how much less does the world have? Mm. And back to that question, how many businesses would you like to have? If you don't have any business yet, and you might be like, wow, Cassie, like you're jumping a little bit far and I'm already intimidated by the thought of one business and you're asking me about multiple businesses. Sorry, that's just how I roll. I am kind of like one of those very big visionary people. Um, And I have multiple businesses and I'm actually looking to add um, three new ones this just this year, like before January hits. (laughs) my target (laughs) at least two of them should be should be um on their feet before and uh the other one might take a little bit more time that's okay that's really fun for me but i wouldn't have known that if i hadn't done that exercise where i asked how many things do i have to have on the go at the same time and then actually choose it even when it got a little bit stressful, overwhelming. But what, what I really realized was that was all these, these limited points of view that I had put on myself and these limited realities that I was functioning from that weren't mine. And so the, as the, the overwhelm was that these things couldn't exist in the space that I was stepping into this non-reality possibility that I was aware of, I couldn't step into those with these in place. So, and because I'm bigger than all limitation as you are, they, they were like quaking (laughs) and, and deconstructing as I kept choosing more, choosing more, choosing more. And then bye-bye, they were gone. And then I had more space of me. And then you might notice after a while, when that starts to get like, really comfortable, you might actually get the pull to add more. (laughs) What if there was no limit? What if whatever works for you works for you? And it might be for you. It could be five. It could be 10. It could be three things. There's no, if there's more, you're better or right or whatever. It's actually getting really clear on you you and what works for you in business? What really works for you? What is organization for you? So these are some great questions to really look at. And I always say, write them down because that's just what works for me. If that doesn't work for you, don't worry about it. Don't write it down. Say it out loud, play with it in your head, text it on your phone. For me, there's something about writing that 
always creates more and I can make lists on my phone, but I love lists. I love lists. So I write down, okay, what is organization for me? And I explore that. One way is to look at over your life, where have you had a sense of organization, like that sense of peace? Like, oh yeah, I used to like do this. And that's really created peace for me. I worked at this job and this is how things were. And I really liked that. Like that was really kind of like harmonious in my world. And I could always find everything I required with a lot of speed. That's one of the gifts of organization. You're not wasting time trying to find things all the time. That drives me crazy. Um, I just want to hear now. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What is organization to you? What is business to you? What does that look like? What, what ideas do you have that you've maybe never seen anyone else do that you could institute and implement in your life or your business and explore them, try them out. You might have to tweak them a little bit as you go. And, and you will start to have the sense of like you with business. And that's part of what this month is going to be about. It's about you with business. So as you hear these stories and, and we explore these um, other guests that I'm going to have on, would you be willing to use them as inspiration and use them as a curious invitation to more of you, not about them having it right and you having it wrong or anything like that, or trying to make them wrong and you right? It's actually, oh, wow, this is a different, this is a different possibility. Are there like energies here that I could receive? Am I already being some of this? Wow. Could I be more of this? Oh, so one of my favorites for myself was like, oh, I didn't know that was allowed. Because <laughs> I had bought a lot of points of view about what was allowed in this reality, what was not allowed in this reality. <laughs> wow, what an inspiration. I have met a lot of inspiring people in my life, truly. I'm so lucky and um, I'm willing to be inspired. Are you willing to be inspired? A lot of people want to look like they have it right. Like they've already, they already have it figured out, uh, especially if they've established themselves as an authority in some kind of area, you know, um, for me, I'm, I look for inspiration universe inspire me today. Inspiration is this miraculous gift that we, we can be for each other. I am inspired by people's relationships, by their bodies, I'm inspired by the way they can cook a meal. I'm inspired by their humor. I'm inspired all the time and I'm willing to be inspired and open up to that. And the more inspired I am, I open up to more of my own being. So would you be willing to be so inspired with business this month? Would you be willing to get curious and to explore the infinite possibilities of business, businesses, your life as a business? <laughs> and if you have resistance to business, then what if you ask yourself, what am I resisting? What am I actually resisting here? And let all those thoughts come up. It might be like, business is evil. Um, why can't we just go back to trading or people shouldn't have to work for money or all any of those thoughts, okay? Feelings, emotions, let them come up 
And then if you're willing, use the clearing statement. So the clearing statement, right and wrong, good and bad, pack and pod, all nine shorts, boys, povets, and beyonds. It never clears something that's true for you. It won't. It can't. So if it's true for you, you're still going to have it. Or if you're not willing to let it go, you're still going to have it. (laughs) But if you are willing to have a different possibility, then it will clear out that energy. And then you can see what's actually true for you. What is actually true for you? Mm. And what do you know? What would work for you that might not work in any other business? You know, if, if you're one of those like up and coming new entrepreneurs, often what we do is we look out and we see, okay, who are all the people in the same kind of field and what are they doing? And, and you can look for inspiration, but often we're looking at who's, who's getting it right. Who's getting this right. And I'm going to copy them or kind of like mimic something that, that they're being or doing, and then put that in my business. And inevitably most often that fails in some way. And then we go, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I followed the formula. They gave me a five-step formula. I followed the formula. It didn't work. What is wrong with me? Well, nothing's wrong with you. Your business is only going to work for you if you're willing to be you with it. (laughs) That's kind of how it works. (laughs) And the difference that you be with it. What is that difference that you be with it? And you might be able to achieve things that no one else can. I remember at, at one time I had... Uh, I think about 20 people working in, in my business, my facilitator's business. And when people would ask me and I said, oh yeah, like 20, they would be like kind of shocked. Like, well, how do you manage all those people? And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know the way I set it up. It just doesn't actually require a lot of management. It's just kind of like plays off each other and just works. Well, it's funny because somewhere I bought someone's point of view about like, that must be really hard. And then suddenly it started becoming really hard. (laughs) They didn't like it anymore. And then I'm like, I need to cut back on all the people working in my business. And guess what? The business got smaller. The energy flows got um, less. And it wasn't as fun for me anymore. So then I started to, okay, who can I add? Who can I add? Who can I add? What if my reality, what if for someone else, one or two employees is like, they're set. They're so good. Those people have their back and they're always like with them, supporting them. You know, they know they they have those reliable uh, people and that that's what works the greatest for them. Or it could be even one person or it could be solo. And for someone else, it might be 15, 20, 30, 60, a hundred people is what works greatest for them. But if you're trying to do someone else's business for you, then you'll never discover what actually works for you. You have to explore. And in, as you're exploring, especially in news business, or if you're looking to expand uh, an aspect of your business or your whole business, if you're looking to expand it, you, you have to be willing to adventure, to get curious, to get a little uncomfortable maybe. Would you be willing to go and explore all those possibilities? 
I wonder what you might discover. Yeah. And everyone's going to have a point of view. Everyone's going to have a, a decision, a judgment. Um, if you have people that, you know, you maybe colleagues or a partner, they might have a lot of points of view and they might be telling you what's right or what's wrong with your business or you can't do that. Well, there's a lot of like billionaires in the world that had some pretty out of the box ideas and they were told that they couldn't do it. And guess what? They did it. You did it. You could do it too. Could whatever that is for you, however that looks for you, whatever your dreams are, whatever your miraculous business is like, or just that life that flows with so much ease for you, so much elegance. It will, you'll only get there when you start to really allow yourself to be you and allow yourself to have things work in the way that they work for you. I know some people, things work better for them when they have a lot of people doing stuff for them. And this reality might be like, well, you know, you, you should get off your ass and do it yourself. And, uh, you know, you're so lazy or you're whatever these things, right? That's just judgment. All judgments are lies. That works for that person. How come they can't have it? How come they can't surround themselves with people that love to take care of them? And then maybe those people get paid or they get something that really works for them. And, and if you, maybe you're one of the people that like to take care of people, maybe you, you're, you're, you're a powerhouse bulldozer and you like to just go out and be the warrior for the world. What if that's okay? What if there's actually nothing wrong with you and nothing wrong with you in regards to business or in the way that you've created your life as a business? And there might be things that could be greater. And that's part of that, looking at that, asking those questions, getting vulnerable. Does this even work for me? Am I even inspired to like run this business? Is this something that I even like, that's even true for me. Oh, maybe not. Then you might want to look at what else is possible for you. Maybe it is. Or maybe you're like, well, it used to be. Okay, cool. Then find that spark, that energy of what was it that lit you up and fuel that. Okay, what fuel can I put on that spark to create a fire? Thank you so much for joining me on this exploration of business. And I cannot wait to meet with these incredible guests this month and discover new inspiring possibilities with business. If you have any questions for me, for upcoming guests, please feel free to post them wherever you found this. If it's YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all the places, um, I will find them and I will make sure to address them. And yeah, stay curious. Bye for now. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create the 
greater, more curious world.